Hey there, I'm your host, Stephanie Lugo, and welcome to the Market Authority Show. If you have found your way here, you are a real estate pro who's ready to transition from chasing leads to getting dream clients to chase you. This podcast is where you will learn modern real estate tactics to attract, connect, and scale so you can get paid consistently, connect with dream clients, and keep your sanity. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to the first office hours on this channel. I hope you guys are having a great day. If you are tuning in right now, I am going live. If you are tuning in to the replay once we post this a little bit later, hello and thanks for giving me a listen. Let me know in the comments if you can hear my voice and see my face. So we are streaming this live on, let's see, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, which means if you are watching this wherever you are watching this, you can put comments in the chat and I will actually see those live. Okay, so I'm super excited. This is our first office hours live session. This is kind of like a live free coaching session idea that we've had for a little while. We've been kicking this idea around for a while and ultimately I put a lot of content out and one thing that I crave is just another opportunity to go even deeper with you and really like roll up my sleeves and answer the questions that might be holding you back. Now, recently we have been in business planning mode, like through and through. We start business planning around September, October. Um, and so we have been very deep, specifically in the Market Authority Academy of putting our business plan together. Bryce and I have been putting together our business plan for our real estate business going into 2021. So we have been having business planning on our mind and it's not necessarily just about like, oh, what, what do we want to accomplish next year? It's more so taking a moment to think, look, this is what 2023 did for us. What do we want 2024 to look like? What do we want to change? What do we want to keep going forward? And so I think anytime we start going into this process, it can be really helpful to have a sounding board, right? Like somebody who's unbiased, who understands a little bit of what you might be going through to run your questions through um, and maybe even share your ideas with to get validation. And so that's what I'm hoping that we can achieve today. So today in the first office hours of the Market Authority Show, um, we are doing this with the theme of business planning. And if you guys love this, if you like this live coaching concept, let me know. Be sure to be very vocal in the comments because this is designed to be collaborative. If you know me and my Market Authority Academy students will attest to this, I love conversational coaching, meaning it's not just me lecturing you or spouting theory. It's really about going deep and understanding where you're at and where you want to be and then finding ways to guide you on that unique path. So if you love this idea, if this kind of you know really hits what you're looking for, we'll continue doing this throughout the year in 2024. I'm really excited for it. So thank you for joining me today. Now, what I did on Instagram at Bryce and Stephanie, I yesterday went through in advance and said, hey, send me your questions about business planning. So I do have some questions that I want to answer here live that were submitted to me in uh, the DMs and in response to my stories, little question box. 
Thank you to those who submitted your questions to me in advance. I'm so excited to answer these live. If you do have questions that you didn't send to me on Instagram, but you want to chat with them live here in the comments, I will also prioritize those. So make sure you leave them in the comments if you have specific questions, but let's dive in. I want to be a good steward of your time here. So I'm super excited to walk through. Now, just a little bit to preface, um, anything goes in terms of your business. We can talk marketing goals, systems, time management, vision for your 2024, maybe a little bit of um, just validation on what it is you're looking to accomplish. Whatever you got, bring it to me. Let's do some work today. I'm really, really glad to be here with you and congrats on spending a little time to invest in your business. Okay, so a lot of the questions that I tend to get regarding business planning have a little bit to do with understanding how to stick with the plan, understanding how to set goals that actually make sense, that are a little bit more clarified. And um, for, for a lot of agents, they maybe haven't gone through this process in depth besides just knowing how much money they want to earn. And so they don't even really know where to start. So that's what it seemed like a lot of the questions that I received uh, were all about. Now, I do want to preface this really quickly. I'm going to leave a comment in here as well. Um, we have a really exciting launch that's happening <clears throat> Excuse me, next week. So for the first time, we are putting together a limited edition drop from Market Authority for my, my coaching brand as a real estate agent. And we are going to be walking you through how to implement an, an incredibly strategic plan for 2024. So at the end of this, stick with me for a little bit here. I imagine we'll probably go for about 20 minutes here, depending on how many of you choose to interact with me here live. Um, so I will share more details on that coming soon. Uh, I'm really, really excited for that as well. Um, so just stick with me here. I'm going to share all the details on how you can get on the wait list for that next week. Okay, and I do see some questions coming in and they're a little bit in the realm of if you're just getting licensed, where would you start with business planning? Felicity, thank you for that question. I did get a question from that in my Instagram direct messages as well. I'm a new agent and I have no idea how business planning works the first year. Help. <laughs> so I totally understand that. A lot of times business planning is a little, feels a little bit less daunting when you have something to go off of, right? Like for example, if you've got a couple of years under your belt and you kind of know like the, the normal rhythms of your real estate business, that's really helpful. But what do you do when you're kind of starting from scratch and you have no idea what to expect? In that instance, you can absolutely set some revenue and production goals. And what that means is you need to know how much money you need to make, right? And, and maybe you are anticipating kind of a startup year where you're not going to be like smashing it out of the park. You're not going to be making multiple six figures. Maybe you will, um, but maybe that's not necessarily the focus this year. Maybe the focus is a little bit more just getting a foundation in place, getting used to this new industry if this is a big switch for you. So I would say that the first thing you want to actually start with Felicity and um, to the individual who sent me that comment in the DMs on Instagram. The first thing that you want to start with is a really clear vision. Now, I actually have a uh, really solid free uh, checklist that can walk you through a couple of vision prompts. It's really important to understand what season you are in and what you want to be building to. Um, so I will leave in the description uh, the the free checklist that I actually just put out in my more recent YouTube video this week that you can actually kind of use as a little bit of a journal prompt. You want to know what it is you're going to accomplish next year, like realistically what you can accomplish. Is there a revenue goal that you have to hit? Like, did you quit your job or are you planning on quitting your job cold turkey and you're going full time and you've got to make ends meet? 
Well, in that case, then the revenue is going to be really important. And you want to focus on lead generation strategies that are going to help you get profitable as quickly as possible. Right. And so that's going to kind of sway your, your business plan one way. If you're a little bit more like uh, maybe you have have a pretty rich savings. Um, so you've got a little bit of that safety net. Maybe you're being supported by your partner. Um, maybe you have a part time job or another source of income that's kind of floating you. And you're, you're really interested in building your business right from the get go. You want to be very systems minded. You want to put that foundation in. Then that's going to be your focus. Your goals are going to be more so like how to create a really great routine, how to learn how to um, lead generate, understanding your base conversion rates, that sort of thing. So again, it depends on what season you are in. If you are in the season of, I need to get profitable, like next year I have to earn 75K, 100K, whatever that looks like for you, uh, then you want to identify first how many units you need to sell okay um so a really easy way to do that is to look at your market's average sales price this you can find in a very simple google search or you can look up your local stats through your association um or you know through through even some of the big portal search sites for example if you take your zip code or the county you live in and put it into realtor.com you can get a market breakdown um, of those market stats you want to take that average sales price and do a little bit of simple math to figure out how many units you want to sell. Um, so, for example, let's say, you know, you, you know how much you're going to earn uh, or how much you need to earn. You can just take your market, um, like the average negotiated commission rate, and do a little bit of simple math with the average sales price just to get some rough numbers, just to get an idea. Um, if you've never done math like that before, like if you've never really done these, you can do this again through a quick Google search or use ChatGPT. Uh, very, very simple just to find these numbers. But ultimately, you want to determine specifically how many homes in your market do you need to sell in order to earn that amount of money, right? In order to earn your goal revenue. Um, from there, you can kind of do a little bit of reverse engineering to determine, well, with this conversion rate, how many leads do I need from an open house? Um, with this conversion rate, how many referrals do I need? And, and at that point, it's just a simple numbers game. Um, but again, if you are really focused just on having that really strong foundation so that you can go full time and know that you're going to be able to hold your weight, for example, then it's going to be much more systems driven. So, so for example, understand how to um, set your prospecting hours. We call that your power hours. Understand how to set up and manage a CRM right? Generate X number of leads. That's going to be a little bit more aligned with the goals. Thank you, Felicity. Let me know uh, if that helped, if that made sense. That one came through on YouTube. Thanks for asking that question. Okay. So the other question that I had gotten on Instagram, I really liked this one. Baby girl is coming in January. Congratulations. I uh, would love to know your process for planning for that. Oh my gosh. As a realtor who has gone through two maternity leaves in the last three years, let's talk about it. So my first son was born in 2020, right in the very beginning of the pandemic. Uh, my second son was born this time last year. Actually, he turns one this weekend. We're all kind of pinching ourselves. Can't believe it. And both times I really wanted to have like a specific maternity leave. Um, I wanted to be able to continue selling homes. I wanted to be able to get paid 
while enjoying some time off. So for my first son, I had about three months off. And then for my second son, uh, I had about two months off. Now, a lot of this came with some pre-planning and again, understanding what I wanted that season to look like. Now, you might be in the space where it's your first baby. I'm not sure you didn't mention if it's your first baby, um, but it might be your first baby and you don't really know what to expect. So you want to um, play a little bit more conservatively and give yourself a little bit more bandwidth just in case. If that is the case, then it's going to be a simple matter of just making sure that you have your, your current clients taken care of. So now is a really good time to partner up with maybe a colleague or a friend or a teammate, somebody else in your office even, to take care of some of your clients. So specifically for the time that you are going to be unavailable for showings or in-person meetings, that is going to be really important for you to have like a designated person who you trust to take care of your clients. And in that instance, you may pay them a referral fee um, or come up with some other compensation agreement just to make sure that they are incentivized to do a good job and you know that they're going to follow through. Um, so just having like that go to person to provide a little bit of coverage is going to be really important. The next thing that you want to do, in my opinion, is really, really make sure that you are communicating what it's going to look like to your clients and to your database. So if you enjoy receiving referrals from people, if you enjoy receiving leads from social media, um, if you enjoy receiving like past client repeat business, um, it's going to be absolutely critical for you to get in front of that narrative as soon as possible. Because what I found was some people were like, well, I don't really know what to expect with you having a baby. Like, are you guys going to be available? Because my husband and I are business partners. Are you going to be available for me? Like, I don't really know what to expect. You, you can't let them just like make assumptions and then act off of that. Because a lot of people will assume, well, she probably will be available to me. So I don't want to bother her. I'll just, I'll just go with this other agent. That's going to just really suck for everybody involved. Um, it's going to make you feel like you didn't deserve to take maternity leave. And that's just not fun. So what you want to do is get to them as quickly as possible. That needs to be like on your end of your checklist. Let them know what to expect. Hey, I'm expecting a baby at the end of January. Clearly, this is something that we can't predict on how it's going to go. But that being in mind, this is how I've prepared my business to support you, even if I am unavailable for face-to-face -face meetings or unavailable for phone calls, right? So number one, again, all this really starts with like just taking a minute to think critically about what you want this to look like. That's a little bit of vision planning. Start with that and then have a partner, have somebody there to offer some coverage and then let your family your network, your referral partners, your business partners, let everybody in on the plan so that they feel like, oh, she's got it taken care of. How amazing, how else can we support her during this time? That's what you want people to think. Now, that being said, any of your revenue and production goals, you're gonna wanna kind of do, you know, think about that. If your primary lead source, for example, right now is open houses, you're probably not going to be doing open houses for the first couple of months postpartum. And so adjust your lead sources or adjust your lead generation strategies to be a little bit more attraction based in nature instead of chasing. So that's why we really like the lead sources that we use in the Market Authority Academy. It's a little bit more like people are coming to you, not you chasing people down. Okay. King Q um, on YouTube says, when creating my LLC as a new agent, would it make sense to name it after my social media? Example, Quince and the agents or something more professional. Really interesting question. So you're actually going to want to direct that to your CPA and or your broker and or uh, your board. <laughs> so the, the board of real estate in your state. 
So states have different regulations. And so, for example, in the state of Arizona, where I'm at, they actually have specific requirements, like down to the letter. I'm not kidding on how you can name your, your LLC. And in, in my instance, it's actually a PLLC, a professional LLC. Um, and this is something that you do not want to really do on your own. We actually, when we got into the business about almost 10 years ago, we did it on our own, thinking that it would be easy to like get our PLLC put in place get that published in the newspaper. There's all these like weird steps that you have to take. And we tried doing it our own and it got rejected by um, the real estate commission because like we didn't do it properly um, the first time. So we had to then go again, refile, pay those fees again, get a CPA involved to help do it for us because we weren't going to mess up a second time. So um, that is a question that actually needs to go to the powers that be. I would give a call to your real estate commission. I would give a call to your broker and our connect with the CPA, which you need to be doing um, as a new agent regardless. And if you haven't done these things, those are really fantastic goals. Um, a really great goal might be in uh, Q1, so by the first quarter with a due date of on or before March 31st, um, have your PLLC set up and published and have maybe a business savings and a business checking account opened. Um, that will be so helpful to have you um, just in a really good place to uh, protect your tax liability a little bit. But again, get the right parties and that. That's just a little bit outside of my scope, just, just being that that tends to fall under the wheelhouse of other professionals. Thank you for the question, King Q. Okay, cool. Um, so that being said, you can, you can do a DBA more, more than likely, but, um, I can direct that to your broker. Okay. One of the questions that I got, I'm loving these questions from you guys in the comments. Thank you for posting those. Um, one of the questions that I got on Instagram was I set goals each year, but after a few months, it's back to survival mode. Oh my gosh. Give me, uh, give me a five in the comments if you feel that <laughs> the number five. Um, oh my gosh. I totally have been there where you have like this really great goal. You have this really great plan. You like spend a lot of time on it. And then you within like literally four to six weeks, you're back to survival mode. And you're like, I have no idea what to do. I don't, I don't even remember <laughs> Tia five, Jennifer five, you guys get it. Um, so, so Corey five, Hey friend. Um, so yeah, what we want to do is not only like put the plan in place, but you, you want to provide a couple of fail safes so that you don't forget what the plan is. So a really good plan is, is not only clear and actionable, but it's also visible. So let's talk about these things. Clear means you clearly understand when you're done. Okay. So, so for example, sell more homes next year is not very clear um, because it doesn't really have like a quantitative measure to it. So instead you want to say sell, 16 homes by the end of next year and then go a step further and say according to seasonal shifts that might look like five in q1 six in q2 three in q3 and so on right um so being very very specific on on what that actually looks like so that you know what you're tracking as a step further than that would also be to think about it's it's not enough to think about the production goals like those wish list items you actually have to go a step further and i think that this is where the rubber really meets the road um if you're not going a step further and determining what actions are ultimately going to help you create those achievements 
then you're not done with business planning. So that's that's the uh, the actionable. Okay, so so you have to have the action steps as part of those goals. So again, that might look like sell 16 homes next year through these lead sources and these conversion rates. Okay, that might look like um, sell four homes through open houses at a 5% conversion rate. Well, 5% of four, like whatever that conversion rate might look like, that's how many leads you need to generate. That is the level of clarity that you need. So you don't only want to know how many deals you want to close. You want to be able to account for where those deals most likely will come from regarding like which lead sources are going to produce those closed deals, how many leads you need with your average conversion rate and so on. Because then it's just a simple numbers game. All you have to do is just know, okay, well, I need to do three open houses this month and hopefully I can get about five new people in each. That should result in two potential new clients each month. And then with that conversion rate, maybe you close one in those next 90 days, right? And this is really as simple as it can be. Like it feels like a lot of moving parts. It feels like a lot of numbers. But I promise you, when you do this once and you start to track your metrics and you see it coming to fruition, it's like, oh, why have I not always done this? We actually recently had um, an agent go through this very similar process with her database. And she submitted this amazing um, testimonial from the Market Authority Academy. And she said, look, in the last six months, I grew my business from nine closings, I think she said, to 15 closings. And the biggest year that she has had up until this year was nine closings. Um, so she was able to, just by looking at her numbers and knowing where her conversion rates are, she was able to look at what she wanted to double down on and it allowed her to eliminate a lot of other things so just she just focused on the things that were converting really well for her and saw so much more progress in her business while ultimately not even working as hard or you know not harder at the very least um so so that's actionable you have to know what actions you're taking now the the third piece of this is visibility so you know if you have a really solid clear uh, business plan with a lot of action tasks, and then you put it in a drawer and you don't look at it again, then you've, you've again, kind of dropped the ball there. So you need to schedule regular time throughout the year to go back. You need to have a, a regular workflow that you are following to determine like, okay, what projects am I getting done each month? When am I going to track my metrics? What does this need to look like? A lot of my agents come to me saying like, look, I, I just need structure. I need organization. I need the step-by-step. This is the work that gives you that. If you're looking for freedom and flexibility, it has to come from a place of structure and accountability, and that's how you build that in. Okay, guys, cheers. I'm gonna take a little sip of water. Jennifer, my friend, hey, when I go to put pen to paper, this is in uh, YouTube from the comments. Thank you for sending this over. When I go to put pen to paper to make the specific plan to reach my goals, I end up looking at a blank page. Interesting. So. Let me let me share a little bit about um, this really cool guide that I have coming up, Jennifer. A lot of real estate agents feel this way when they're like, ah, you know, I, I know that I need specific goals, but I don't really know where to start or that blank page syndrome is like kind of scary. Um, so I, I've been there. I totally understand that. Again, we want to start by going to the vision. So like it might be easier to look at what you didn't like this year and what you want to change. 
in order to figure out what you need. So, so do a little bit of journaling and think about what worked this year and what did not work. And then you can kind of start figuring out like what world your goals need to be in. And that's a really good start. But again, like specifics are helpful. So let me take just a moment to share about this limited edition drop that we have going on. So uh, in, in the Market Authority Academy, for you guys who are members, um, this is actually kind of a bonus this month for you. So you're going to get your hands on this. Um, but for those who are not in the Market Authority Academy, we have this incredible limited edition drop that I'm so excited to share with you. Um, so what we are doing is on Monday, we are making this available. So if you want this, you do have to be on the wait list. And hopefully this works. I'm going to put this waitlist link in the comments. So please let me know if you can see that. And of course I will, once we post this replay, I will put that in the, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I will put that in the, um, I will put that in the show notes as well so that you have it. Um, but we are announcing the first ever limited edition drop from the Market Authority uh, Academy. And so like basically what this is, is for those who are not ready for like a total business transformation or to go through coaching with me. Um, in the meantime, I still want to support you. And we have such incredible ideas that we want to share with the real estate community. And so this is something that we're trying new. So this is a limited edition drop. This is the 2024 strategic planning guide. This is the most comprehensive business planning guide that's just for strategy, for implementation, and ultimately to help support you in succeeding in your real estate business. Um, so the limited edition planning guide, the strategic planning guide, is the only implementation guide of its kind for real estate agents. And it not only shows you precisely how to break down your grand vision into actionable goals like this, like a pro, but also how to streamline your operations, tackle your challenges, and ensure that you're on the path to continuous growth and success. So if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, this is exactly what I want, then sign up on the waitlist. We are going to open the waitlist where you can purchase this guide bundle um, starting Monday. And here's why you want to be on the waitlist. It's only getting sent out to the waitlist first, and you will only have a limited amount of time to actually grab it. Um, so it's going to be a short window where you are going to be able to purchase this. And we designed this with you in mind. So let me tell you about who this guide is for. The Market Authority Academy Strategy um, the, the 2024 strategic planning guide is for no-nonsense real estate pros who really have the ambition, they have the passion, but they're just exhausted by like the endless hustle without clear direction. Um, so these are for agents who are not interested in theory, who are not interested in like vague theoretical advice. They want specifically to craft a plan for your real estate business in 2024 that not only stands out in a challenging market, it's going to help you stand out in a challenging market, but it's going to help you thrive consistently. Like we're not talking about having one or two good months and then like, you know, diving down again. We want you to be able to serve more clients, to grow your revenue and to work on your terms. So if you are a realtor who has hit a growth plateau and you recognize that a strategic actionable plan is the key to unlocking um, more opportunities and scaling your business, then this is going to be perfect for you. Um, if you are a real estate pro who's just feeling restricted by old school methods, um, knowing deep down that there's just a smarter way to differentiate, succeed and achieve that work-life balance, this is going to be perfect for you. Um, or if you are an aspiring market authority, maybe a newer agent and you're eager to really make 
your mark in the real estate world um, and you want to kind of bypass just some of the common pitfalls and you want to set up a sustainable long-term business model, then this is going to be perfect for you. Um, so definitely make sure to grab that. Uh, Tia said, I just got on the wait list. Amazing. So, so glad you did. Um, but part of that big guide bundle is there's a, it's going to have a, a very, very, I mean, it's a meaty, uh, bundle for sure. Um, but Jennifer, there is going to make, there's actually going to be multiple pages of goal suggestions for you. Um, so depending on what categories, you know, and your business is going to need a little bit of help, I'm going to have a bunch of suggested goals that you can actually use as plug and play examples um, to choose. And then I also walk you through how many you need, how to turn them into your action plans, what metrics you need to be tracking. So I've got all those details for you. So that might be um, definitely something to look out for. But again, if you are a Market Authority Academy member, I gotcha. Okay. Corey, hello, my friend. Hello, Mr. Mitchell. When using the nurture disposition flow, should I integrate those touches with my ABC activities, hot leads, or whenever it falls on the calendar based on the campaign level? Let me read that one more time. When using the nurture disposition flow, should I integrate those touches with my ABC activities, hot leads, or whenever it falls on the calendar based on the campaign level? Um, so I am always a fan of over communication and I will absolutely layer those in with other activities. Um, the only exemption from that rule of thumb that I have is for hot leads. So if it's like a hot lead, um, of course, they're still going to get my, uh, they're still going to get my newsletter. They're still going to get like some other activities that I send out. But if I'm reaching out to a hot lead, I won't add them to like my ABC calls because that might be a little bit redundant since I'm already speaking to them. So um, what Corey's asking about, I believe in Corey, please correct me if I'm, if I'm misunderstanding your question. In the Market Authority Academy, we have our ABC uh, contact flow, which means, and this is something that any of you can implement. So a great, a great goal would be, um, this is how you take your ABC flow and create a goal. A great goal would be have a one-to-one -one touch base with my entire database minimum two times this year. And ABC flow will do that for you. And that's what we use in the Market Authority Academy. So the ABC flow looks like assigning one letter of the alphabet to a week for every week of the year, but you will see that there are only 26 letters in the alphabet, 52 weeks in the year, 52 weeks divided by two is 26. So that means if you assign one letter of the alphabet per week, you'll get through the entire alphabet of your database um, by the end of the year twice, uh, which is really cool. So we actually send out the calendar with that um, reminder so agents know who they should be reaching out to that week. Um, so for example, if I have somebody who's like, um, Corey Mitchell, and he's in my database, and I need to reach out to him. Um, and that is the week, but I also see he's on my hot lead follow up, and I just reached out to him like the day before or the Friday before I'm doing those ABC calls. I'm not gonna like, I'm not going to deviate from the hot lead disposition. Um, like if I'm trying to nurture or get them, get them in, in touch, get in touch with them. Does that make sense? I'm so sorry if that was like super wordy. You know that I cannot do. A response halfway. I have to go like full send and give you all the context. So Corey, my friend, please let me know um, if that's helpful. So, so I guess the the simple answer is do the gut check. <laughs> if you if you feel like it would be redundant to reach out, um, if it's like direct communication, um, then you're probably good. But otherwise, I'm still giving them the MLS strip. 
I'm still giving them my um, <laughs> awesome. Then I knew you were in the right place. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I'm still giving them my marketing touches. I'm still giving them my newsletter. I'm still going to be engaging with them on social media if that's applicable to that individual. <laughs> okay, awesome, Jennifer. Um, in the comments uh, said, I am on the wait list for the limited edition guide. Awesome, Jennifer. Where and what time will this be available on Monday? Well, wait list signups get first dibs. So if you are on the wait list, Jennifer, you will be notified as soon as it drops on Monday morning and it is going to be sent to you via email. So you will have the opportunity to grab it, make your purchase via email on Monday. And this is kind of like our Black Friday special. So for those who are looking to join the Market Authority Academy, and if that was already kind of like on your plan this month, this is included in your bonus, um, high value bonus for you, who, for those who are joining the Market Authority Academy this month. Um, but if you're not ready for something like that, or if you just want to kind of get a sense of like what to expect in the Market Authority, if you're planning on joining next year, that's totally cool. This is a great starting pack for you. Um, so I'm super excited by the end of that strategic planning journey. When you go through that bundle, you're going to have a clear vision guided by core initiatives. So we're going to help you establish a crystal clear vision for 2024 that not only sets you apart, um, but also perfectly aligns uh, with your aspirations and values. So we help you set your quarterly um, vision and initiatives. We also then, number two, walk you through implementing actionable quarterly goals. And we have some automated checklists and workflows that you can actually use with Asana to help you keep on track, to keep that goal visible, um, to keep that entire action plan visible. This is also going to make it really simple to plan the entire year in advance, which I actually just did with my team yesterday. Um, number three, this is going to give you a detailed monthly project plan. So specifically what you need to be working on each month so that we can take really high level goals and actually break them down into actionable step-by-steps. And then number four, we give you the consistent weekly routines you need to stay on track. So you'll establish those weekly habits um, and tasks that are going to be the building blocks of those monthly projects. So again, just taking all the guesswork out of it to really break it down. You get the 40 page guide. It's just very comprehensive. Like I said, you get the workflows um, that are implementation for Asana. You can use them outside of Asana. We just happen to love Asana. You get the recess, the resource drop of unique bonuses. We've saved the best stuff for you. You'll get access to a treasure trove of additional resources and juicy bonuses that you will not find anywhere else. And if you have questions, we want to make sure that you are not going to get stuck. So you're also going to get access to an exclusive group question and answering session, like kind of sort of like this um, on Zoom, where you and I can workshop specifically what your plan is looking like. I can walk you through, give you a review of your business plan, and really make sure to clear any doubts that you have or find your strategies and ensure that you're on the path to success without guessing games. Super exciting, right? Okay, Felicity says, best app or tool to be utilizing in your business plan. <laughs> this is not a cop-out. Chat GPT, I'm serious. We actually, in the in the guide, give you a lot of Chat GPT prompts, and we use Chat GPT a lot in the Market Authority Academy. So I'm very interested in how we can be leveraging AI in this. So I love Chat GPT for this. Um, another great one is Goblin Tools. So that's Goblin.tools. And what I love about Goblin.tools is it's kind of a it's kind of an AI tool, but what it does is it takes down a big task that you have and breaks it down um, into as fine of detail as you need to create those step-by-steps, which is super cool. 
Um, but otherwise, I would say, aside from AI tools such as ChatGPT and Goblin tools, uh, Asana. I love Asana. Any kind of task management system is really helpful. And this is not to be confused with a CRM. Now, a CRM is just kind of the, the cost of doing business at this point. You should be using a CRM if you have more than 50, 60, 70 people in your database, like 50, 60, 70 contacts. Um, and or if you are generating more than like 15 to 20 leads a month, a CRM is non-negotiable and you want a CRM before you need one. But a CRM is a contact relationship manager. It's for communication management, not for task management. Those are two separate things and you don't want those mixing. So the CRM does need to be separate from task management. That would be Asana. That would be Monday.com. That could be Notion if you like Notion, but I really prefer Asana. Some people might use Trello. That's fine too. Jacob, uh, in the comments, what are some of the highest converting lead sources that you've seen in your own business and in the business of your students? I spin my wheels some days not knowing where to focus my attention. What a great question. Thank you for asking, Jacob. So um, here's, here's kind of what we do in the Market Authority Academy. Uh, you need a minimum of three lead sources that are going to provide consistent and high converting leads. You need a minimum of three, maximum of six. You don't want to really vary outside of that. Um, so for me specifically, my leads are digital branding. Okay, so that looks like Instagram, uh, you know, some Facebook, YouTube, uh, TikTok. So digital branding is kind of a big one. Um, and then my database, so referral and repeat, um, like direct business from that. And so in total, when I'm when I think about the way that I'm marketing, that's a, about three lead sources. Um, so like direct business from my database, referral business from my database and digital brand. And that is really all you need. I would suggest that for any real estate agent to start. Now, if you want some more, uh, if you need to really bump up the lead flow, then you might want to look at adding open houses to the mix. Um, then you might want to look at some community networking events, which we also do add that to the mix. Um, but, but minimum of three high converting lead sources that provide you regular leads. Um, so what are the highest converting lead sources? I would say anything that's referral based high referral, um, or high converting is going to be the rule of thumb is high converting is going to be anything that has that no like and trust. So anything that's already rooted in, in relationship, what you do not want is a, is to be reliant on lead sources that are just born out of convenience, meaning sometimes open houses, um, definitely cold calling, definitely door knocking, definitely internet leads. Those are great because you'll get leads, sure, but they're not going to be high converting. So for example, Zillow likes to say, um, they're anywhere between like two, four, maybe 5%. I think there's somewhere between two and 4% converting um, for conversion rate. Realtor.com, we used to be Realtor.com partners, or I'm sorry, Redfin partners. We've also tried Realtor.com. And Redfin partners, we saw around 5%. So that was pretty average. Um, but if you look at like my digital branding, 45% I convert those, meaning almost Almost half the people that come in, I close them within a pretty specific amount of time, um, which is about as good as good as you can get. Even the best listing agents really only get about 40 percent. 
Um, so those do really well. Referral, super, super high conversion on referral, super, super high conversion, obviously on past and repeat clients. And so it's really about like, how can we really maintain as many of those like really cozy, no like and trust relationships? Um, digital branding, like social media marketing gives you the opportunity to create that no like and trust relationship at scale. So the reason I convert so well on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube is because they come in and they're like, oh, I feel like I know you. I've been watching your stuff for months before I knew it was time to reach out. So it's allowing you to really nurture those relationships before they ever reach out. Now, when you choose those three lead sources, you can then determine, okay, now in terms of generating leads from these lead sources, what activities lead to that? That's how you're gonna then create your power hours. So smash the like button, says King Q. I love that. <laughs> yeah, hit the like button if you're loving this. Um, thanks for that. So um, we actually have an entire module dedicated to this in the Market Authority Academy where we walk you through choosing those lead sources, making it right for you, and then walking through like, okay, what activities does that mean you have to do day in and day out? And then just making it a routine. Like you should not be recreating the wheel every day and trying to determine what your prospecting activities should be. You should know specifically how many people you need to speak to, what kinds of com conversations you're having, and who you need to be setting appointments with. Um, it doesn't have to, a lot of my agents, when they go through that process, they're like, oh, that's how simple it is. Yeah, that's, that's really how simple it is. Such good questions, you guys. I'm having so much fun uh, going through this with you. I didn't think we were gonna be here for this long, but I do have a couple more questions. So if you are cool with me proceeding, let me know in the chat or in the comments rather if this is helpful for you. Um, and I will knock out one or two more of the questions that I got on Instagram. And then if you are sending any other questions um, in the comments, I'm happy to get those answered for you as well. Who has signed up on the wait list? Make sure you are signed up on the wait list I'm going to go right ahead and put the um, put the link in there again so that you don't miss the waitlist for the limited edition guide that is coming out. I'm super excited about that. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. Oh, this is another really good one. And I think that um, I think that this one we kind of already touched on, but I, I think it warrants it again because I got two questions very similar to this. I'm struggling with setting goals that aren't just about deals closed. So how many of you have, again, that wish list item, like that wish list business plan that's like earn 100K, close 16 deals, um, um, set up a CRM, like then you don't really know what to do. Um, so so what, we, what we actually do is we walk you through a process of creating quarterly initiatives. Um, so this is actually a, a big part of what we're doing in the limited edition business planning guide. Um, we're walking you through how to create initiatives that then walk you through how to create goals. So a lot of times we think of goals and they think they feel very separate from each other, right? So you think like, well, I want to earn 100K, but I also want to start a website and I also want to get on Instagram and da, 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 da. And you don't really understand how to like integrate them. And what we do is we walk you through a process of creating four initiatives for the year. And these are like your high level categories that help you determine specifically what you need to accomplish in, in order to achieve the vision that you have for that year. Um, and so, for example, most agents will have a revenue initiative. Um, other, we have, we have a whole list of different examples that, that you can kind of plug and play with again that you might want to grab. Um, and so from there, determine, like depending on what it is, I and mean, we kind of talked about this, um, we kind of talked about this, but like depending on 
what you need to create next year, what next year needs to be about, we can actually determine, like condense that down and distill it into four main initiatives and then create some very specific actionable goals that help you get closer to achieving that. Um, and so that's how we get away from just like the wish list items and actually create goals that inspire action and that motivate you to get stuff done. So your, your, your goal list should not just be the achievements of like the end product. Again, you need to think about what's going to help you accomplish those things in, in the first place. Um, so we walk you through what that might look like. So one initiative, just for example, I'm going to pull this up. Um, one initiative might be like to generate more um, referrals. Okay, or to create client, like better client management. So a client management initiative might be to implement a streamlined CRM for um, efficient client management. So maybe you've identified like, well, one thing that didn't work this year was my follow-up. And I had a couple of clients get lost through the cracks and they don't want that to happen again. Or um, I've got a lot of people on the fence and I'm having trouble activating them to make a move even when I know they probably should. Um, so what I need to do is get better at client management, okay? We will write in an, an initiative of better client management, and then we'll be really specific in how we describe that. So what does that mean? We're gonna implement a streamlined CRM system for efficient client management, okay? Why do we wanna do that? Well, we want a well-organized uh, CRM because that can save time and reduce stress, and it can allow you to offer impeccable service without operational efficiencies, okay? If that sounds cool, that is a really great milestone that you wanna hit. That's a really great initiative for the year. What are the first steps? We need to take it further, right? We need to think about action and visibility. We want to, first steps, assess your current client management tools, research different CRM options that fit your specific needs and budget, and then plan a transition to those. Okay, that's a really good start. What actions do we need to take? What key milestones are we looking at? Once you break it down with that level of clarity, then you can kind of break down quarterly goals. So that might look like um, that might look like implementing that new CRM system to better track and nurture leads by this date and upload your database to them. That might look like streamlining the communication by automating this many workflows for these types of clients who have this much time in their client journey. That might look like um, assess your current systems for inefficiencies and outline areas of improvement and have that done by this due date, right? Okay, sorry, sorry, I get really excited when we, when we talk about specifics, but if you want that, if you want to like actually achieve things in record time, that's a level of clarity that you need, which is why I'm so pumped about this limited edition strategic planning guide. <laughs> okay, I've got two more comments in the, in the um, I've got Eric in the comments. I'm gonna to respond to Eric. And then I think we're gonna skedaddle for today because we did a lot of really good work today, you guys. This was so much fun. If you want me to do this again, be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube. Be sure to like this live stream if you aren't watching there. It looks like most of you are on YouTube. So be sure to like this live stream and share it to maybe someone who needs it. Um, this was super fun so far. Eric, Mr. Sanchez says, thank you for doing this. My first year in the business and so far it's been a roller coaster. Yeah, I believe it. What do I need to focus on to study this out so I'm not super busy than super slow? So good. I have about four transactions done, so at about 1.8 million, but I feel like I'm starting all over again after every transaction. You guys, 
Eric, I can guarantee you we've got at least two dozen other people watching this live stream right now who've been where you're at. So it's not just you, my friend. I, I feel you, and that's a really challenging place to be. I would I would argue that for most realtors, even more than like the total volume closed, more important to them is consistency. So knowing where your next deal is coming from, knowing what you can expect to be earning the next month. Let me know in the comments if that is like what you're actually looking forward to. Um, so for your first years in the business and you have a total roller coaster of leads and deals coming in, then you are really struggling. I might, I might say without, without being able to get under the hood and like actually look at the numbers with you, I might suggest that the challenge is that you don't have a, a consistent prospecting routine. Um, if you want to focus on, like if you're looking to what you need to focus on to study this out so that you're not super busy, then super slow, it's two things. You have to have uh, you have to have a really solid prospecting routine. So we call this power hours, and this is a huge why of how uh, a huge reason why we're able to actually help our newer agents in the Market Authority Academy, um, who are newer, just like you, Eric, get to that place of seeing consistent income very, very quickly. Um, because the first thing that we do is we really focus on like where are your leads going to come from, what are those prospecting activities needing to look like. Now, you need to have at least 90 minutes to two hours of prospecting time every working day, Monday through Friday. At least an hour and a half to two hours needs to be to generate and procure new business. Um, that would be doing the time of like prospecting to your top three lead sources. Maybe that looks like integrating some networking and some open houses, but really making sure that you are hitting the goal number of conversations that you're looking for each day. Um, and when you know your conversion rates, again, that's just math. That's easy to figure out. Um, and then you're tracking those metrics every week. And so you need to get in the habit of tracking like, okay, how many leads am I generating each week? And then from those, how many of those are closing that will give you your conversion percentage. So for example, if you generate four leads in a month, hopefully you're generating more and you're closing one, um, then that's a 25% conversion rate on whatever lead sources leads came from and so on. Um, so you wanna make sure that you are really focusing on that. It's gonna be about being consistent and then monitoring the numbers and making tweaks over time. So what I would suggest you do, Eric, this is a little bit of pre-work that you can do for the business planning process. Eric, go through your entire 2023. Determine where all of your leads came from. Make a list of every single lead you generated, even the ones you didn't close, even the ones you didn't get back to after they blew you off the first time. Get a list of every single lead you generated. And we're defining a lead as somebody with a pulse who is interested in buying or selling and who has the ability to buy or sell and who might want to do that with you. Um, so get that list and then determine how many of those closed. And then what you're going to do is you're going to create some goals off of that. So let's say you did a lot of open houses this year. I don't know, Eric. Um, let's say you generated 100 open house leads and you closed one of them. Guess what? You got a 1% conversion rate on open house on one of your lead sources. Let's see if we can get that up to like 5 to 7%. So that might be creating a goal for 2024 to increase your conversion rate with open houses to 6% by implementing better follow-up cadences with a CRM. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. So how many leads do you need to generate, right? To close the number of deals you're looking for the open house, then again, it's just simple math. Um, but that allows you to be really specific and focusing on the things that really matter instead of just like, well, what if I do this? What if I do that? Going with the spaghetti at the wall approach. 
Okay, I have one last question. <laughs> uh, Marissa, hello friend. Can you do a walkthrough of what you would do after picking up a new buyer um, at an open house that says they're beginning their search but have been pre-approved and are first time home buyers? Oh my heck, if I'm getting a uh, new buyer at an open house who hasn't been pre-approved and they're first time home buyers, I'm going to like take them under my wing and like protect them with everything I've got to make sure I can get them to the closing table with me sitting next to them. So the first thing that I'm going to do is set them up on a buyer consultation and we walk through exactly how to do this. Um, of course, in the Market Authority Academy, we've got that deep dive in there for you. Um, but what we do is, is, hey, this is how I'd script it at the open house. Oh my gosh, what an exciting time for you guys. I'm sure you have a ton of questions. Um, you know, I've, I've got a little bit of time left here at this open house, but why don't we meet uh, sometime today or we can hop on Zoom at a time that's convenient for you. We can just talk about the process and you can take that time to ask me whatever's on your mind. Now, again, if you're like at the open house and it's crickets, it's dead, there's not a lot of people there, you can just have the buyer consultation there. But you want to ask them a lot of questions about like, what they're most afraid of, what challenges they've had, um, you know, what they want in a home, what, why they're purchasing a home. You want to get to know really everything about them in the process. And in them answering those questions, they're going to tell you everything that you need to know to get that deal closed, right? If they're really nervous about what they can afford and they want to make sure they make a smart purchase, then you just need to make sure that you're really delivering on that and like speaking to that. Oh, you guys, I know that you're really looking to make a smart purchase. That's why these are the steps that you want to take to make a smart home purchase. You want to make sure that you're getting pre-approved and you want to get pre-approved with a great lender who's going to give you the best options. I can refer you to someone or you can use someone you trust. You know a lender that you trust? No? Okay, if you, if you want to check with my referral, you can do that. The next thing you want to do and then walk them through that process and so ultimately you want to shape that entire process that you're taking them down um, so that they feel very like well shepherded by you. Um, like you're that friendly guy walking them and empowering them on that process. So they feel like they're making a great choice. Um, but ultimately, Marissa, I'm setting that buyer consultation as soon as humanly possible, logging that lead into my CRM and then uh, putting together a uh, ABCD follow up campaign. So we use an ABC follow-up campaign, ABC follow-up campaign rather, um, so that we can stay in touch with them. And then obviously if they're uh, open to it, getting them pre-approved with the lender. Okay, Eric says, I appreciate it. Thank you. Being the one that takes care of the kids makes things a challenge at times, right? now it's possible. We have a lot of uh, parents and caretakers in the Market Authority Academy, so we know all about that, my friend. It's, it's a challenge for sure. Um, Okay, you guys, wonderful, wonderful stuff. Such great questions. I hope that you found this helpful. And, um, you know, I, I feel like this was definitely a success. So if you would like to see more of this, please let me know in the comments. Be sure to like and subscribe to this channel. That really helps me understand what kind of content to put out there for you. This recording, if you would like to listen to it later, will be posted to YouTube, but it will also be posted to the podcast the Market Authority Show, which you can uh, access anywhere you listen to your podcast. We're talking Apple, Spotify, um, wherever else. So I hope that you found this helpful. Michelle says, I'm a brand new agent. Hey, welcome. And I really appreciate you and your info. Thank you. You are so very welcome. Be sure to um, get on the wait list for the limited edition drop. That is going to be your entire bundle for everything that you need to uh, strategize 
and implement an incredible 2024. Um, it is going to empower you to have the confidence to generate consistent and scalable revenue, making your transition from like that just time consuming grind to a model where you're going to choose your clients and focus areas. It's going to be amazing. Um, so go ahead and sign up on that list. And that is going to drop on Monday. And again, be sure to check your email because that is going to be available for purchase for a very short amount of time. Um, there's a small window when you need to get your hands on it. So all those details uh, will be delivered to you in your inbox. Okay, you guys, thank you so very much for tuning in today. I hope that you found this helpful. And if you did, share it with a friend so they can get it too. Um, but I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful rest of your weekend. Till next time, keep on crushing it. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the marketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.